this series of readings and reflections, highlighting books on yoga and Advaita philosophy, comes from the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. I am Srimati Karuna, the minister of this church, and today I wish to share with you excerpts from Swami Premananda's book entitled Meditation and Self-Unfoldment, The Divine Way of the Soul. You will hear passages and excerpts from this publication offered by Tony Venturis. What is meditation? Meditation is entering the kingdom of God within us. It is the guidance of our consciousness into the kingdom of our inner self, the realm of our spiritual being, the sanctuary of our soul. We marvel at the grandeur of the outer universe as we lift our sight to the heavens of starry space, but we remain oblivious of the glory of God that shines in divine magnificence in the infinite realm of our inner spirit, the limitless domain of our soul. Meditation is the establishment of mind on the attributes of God which adorn our soul. Our mind is the most faithful friend and companion, provided we train it with righteous qualities and higher ideals. It brings onto us sublime thoughts and constructive ideas. It leads us into the world of truth and reality. It strengthens us with determination and courage, faith and fortitude. It inspires us with hope and aspiration. It is ever ready to fill our life with love and beauty, happiness and peace. What is meditation? We think we know what meditation is. Just ask a child, and the child will most likely show you what is meditation rather than tell you. Now, isn't that interesting? In a way, this reveals to us how exceptionally clear it is, even to the mind of a child, that meditation is an action, a process, a habit, something to exemplify, to do, to live. Rather than depict the action with words, the child may convey its meaning by simply doing it by sitting down to meditate in the way he or she has seen it done, by example, or in a way in which the child has experimented with it personally. The child might close the eyes and become calm, seated with back straight and maybe even with legs folded and hands placed upon the thighs, perhaps even chanting Om. This simple response of explaining what meditation is by simply doing it reminds me of a saying that the best technique of meditation is the one you practice. The one you practice again and again and again. The child need not explain the details of meditation to show you what it is. A small child can demonstrate not only what meditation is or how to do it, but the child surely can show you the effects of meditation, the results.
how it changes one's thoughts, words, and deeds. But we still want to know more. We still want to know more of what meditation is. And it is as broad as life itself. How do we meditate and enter the depth of our consciousness? First, we establish inner vision at the spiritual eye and become subjective. We dedicate ourselves to discover the light and truth of soul. How do we do this? By devotion to a spiritual ideal. We enter the depth of our consciousness by the light of God, by the light of divine attributes, the infinite, eternal, and universal qualities of soul. Meditation must become an integral part of our everyday life. In the course of the day, the mind becomes identified with relative and finite thoughts, concepts, and ideas. It becomes engrossed with the outer environment and overcome by objectivity. We work to train the mind to meditate by establishing the mind on God with all absorbing thought on the source of intelligence, life, and love, with profound contemplation upon consciousness, existence, and the bliss of universal oneness. Meditation is the way by which the desires of our soul are fulfilled. We are all well aware of the desires of our body, mind, and heart, but our soul also has desires. In fact, the desires that impel our soul are most dynamic and potent. Soul has manifold desires. They are all righteous, pure, holy, beautiful, and divine. But our soul has a supreme desire. What is the supreme desire of our soul? It is the attainment of the perfection of God. The soul desires to realize the true nature of the self beyond all finiteness. We do not expect every experience in life to be beautiful and good, but we know that our inner life, the life of the soul, is beautiful and good. It is a precious gem that we fashion and perfect by the light of God. Living life without spiritual idealism and without wisdom we gather concepts and impressions which hide the vision of the divine qualities of our soul. By our spiritual nature, we desire to attain the knowledge of our true self. Our whole being demands it. We long to make our life beautiful, complete, and joyous. Meditation is remembering the presence of God within us. Memory is one of the most blessed powers. Without it, we would be utterly lost. In its final analysis, 
Whatever we are in our life is the consummate result of the activation of the power of remembrance within us. Remembrance of God's presence within us awakens and animates all that is noble and sublime, righteous and spiritual, hidden within our innermost being. Amidst the mind's attachment to our sensory existence, we should never allow the mind to forget God. It must be made to remember the presence of God within us and within all beings. It must be awakened. Awake, O my soul, awake. Awake in my heart, awake. This from the beautiful prayer by Swami Premananda. The power of meditation is the power of remembrance, of awakening. Recall this verse from the Isha Upanishad. Om, I remember the state of my illumined self. I remember. And from the Bhagavad Gita, when Krishna says to his disciple, Many a time thou and I were born, O Arjuna, thou hast forgotten, but I remember them all. To remember and return within our subjective self is meditation. By this remembrance, we enter into the eternity of time and the infinity of space. Mind is powerful. It can transform all into a source of inspiration and vision. It can dispel darkness by the light of truth. It can point us toward the source of happiness where we may realize joy. But mind needs training to accomplish this task. Without a spiritual ideal and without self-knowledge, the mind becomes identified with the world of limitations. The mind will only become subjectively centered through knowledge, dedication, and ideal. One who can mentally stand on the shores of life a little apart from the undulating waves of change can become subjectively centered and remember the state of the illumined self. Meditation is soul's communion with God. Soul alone can directly commune with God. The divine link between soul and God is eternal. It is the bond of love. Soul communes with God in the fullness of its devotion. Holy communion is the mystic union of soul with God. It is the identification of the individual self with the cosmic self. It is the merging of the spirit of man with the spirit of God. It is soul's profound contemplation upon the attributes of God with love and devotion, adoration and self-surrender. We want to learn to commune with God within us, within our inmost being, 
to realize the ideal of Advaita, of absolute oneness, of soul, to live a life in harmony with our spiritual nature, to realize our spiritual identity with God. I am Brahman, the Absolute Self. Love of God is the realization of our soul's oneness with God. It is the realization that there is one reality from whom all have come into being. The highest form of worship is the conscious unification, the true yoga of soul with the attributes of God. These attributes of soul bring us the realization that all are parts of our greater self and that we are one with all. Life is self-unfoldment and the attainment of inner happiness. Our life has a twofold ideal. One is spiritual evolvement and the other is abiding joy. They are inseparable from and complementary to each other. In all our creative and constructive desires and aspirations, we seek to bring into false manifestation all that is good and righteous, noble and sublime within us, in order that we may fill our entire being and existence with contentment and peace. Like the unfolding lotus, we grow from within. Like the fully developed fragrant blossom, we unfold and manifest the sweetness of our soul, that we may live in the blessedness of peace. When both objective and subjective harmony is found, we achieve an ideal life of yoga. By making God the focus of our everyday life and conduct, we live by the spiritual standard of our soul. We discover the qualities of soul enshrined within us through our meditation. And by this realization, we lift ourselves into the immensity of the cosmic universe. Our contentment is the happiness of our heart in the knowledge that we live constantly engaged with a spiritual ideal. This and all other publications of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism are available through our website. I encourage your interest and pursuit of study reading, and reflection.